0: Pray, Lord. Every arrow of contention and confusion and misunderstanding. Many of men must start this morning. Father, we ask that they will lose their potency. Oh, you will lose your potency. Kalabandozon ang latorzia, rangabakadazokadoza, rambakaparope ang ratosierasta, randekakakazaga. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. I know many of us will not agree with this statement that some marriages have already gotten the devil as a visitor. It sounds very awkward. How can you say the devil is in my home? I, I, I'm not in your marriage, but you should have an idea of what it means when the devil is somewhere. Every satanic presence in my marriage. Every activity of strangers in my home. In the name that is above every other name, Jesus. I terminate them this morning. Open your mouth begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. We terminate every demonic activities. Every activities of strangers in our marriages, in our homes, uh, wherever they come in from, uh, we send them back. We send them back in this morning. We banish them in the name of Jesus. parasta. kalabadosia. <laughs> La da 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 bada bada Baka bakote zote bagada, rupaka dagada yada ba, radada dadada dadaba radaba badaga daba, zonde parobe de boto sotoba, randa balaba na na gede Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Last prayer point before we go into the message. We'll be praying regularly for our families whatever seed that the enemy have sown secretly in our children by reason of the contention in the marriage. See, many of us don't know. You said they are little children. Many of our children already f- falling into depression not because of their own problem, but because when they think about what is happening between daddy and mommy, it worries them. As adults, many of you know the effect of some of the contention between your parents when you were younger effect on it when you you grow up. You know it. You may not know. The devil, you're busy hitting it hard with yourself. The devil is also busy informing those children contrarily as to the way life is. They look at us to build on principles of life. They get ideologies from us. So when they see daddy and mommy, all the time they are always at loggerhead they Begin to have a wrong orientation about what it means to be married. So many of us adults today we are afraid of getting married for those who are not married because of what we saw. Ah, I, can't, I can't live like that. I, I, we've seen so many things that have that have given us a wrong orientation. My we are so skeptical. In fact, some of us are married and they are still suspecting ourselves that this guy is going to be like my daddy, this girl is going to be like my mother, the way they were, and one way or the other. God forbid, many of those assertions are coming to pass. We pray today, every negative seed that the enemy has sown by marital contention and battles, in the name that is above every other name, we command them to dry up. Lift up your voice and say, Father,
1: every wrong ideology, about marriage every wrong orientation about marriage the marital contention has cost in my life and in the life of my children Holy Ghost fire consume them this morning pray for consumption by the fire of the Holy Ghost fire of God Consume them, destroy them from the foundation. Destroy them from the foundation,
0: are you praying at all?
1: Give him praise, give him thanks. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Our Father, our Father, who art in heaven.
0: our lives, over our homes. You are a family man, oh God, and you sought us out of the nations of the earth to be a member of your family. Lord, this morning, we have brought our own families before you asking that your light will shine upon every homes in the name of Jesus that our homes shall be the kind of home that will be crafted into your family and fulfill your divine agenda in the name of Jesus that our homes will not be a breeding ground for satanic manifestation for our home shall be a breeding ground for saints and children and men and women that will be used by you as arrows in your quiver. Lord, this morning, we ask that you will shine your light again upon us. Grant us understanding. Help us all through and through. Let your son's death and resurrection become evidenced. In all that we represent. Heal any home that is sick this morning. Intervene in any home that there is contention. Clarify issues in any home that there is confusion. And let your son Jesus be glorified. Thank you, ancient of days. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. God bless you, Can we jam our hands together for the Lord? Hallelujah. Amen. You're welcome this morning. It's a privilege for each and every of us to be in God's presence. This is where there's fullness of joy, and this is where pleasures are forevermore. This is where we move from strength to strength, and this is where God himself illuminates us and enlightens our understanding so that we can be better positioned to live a fulfilling life. My prayer for each and every of us here this morning is that God's light will not elude us in Jesus' name. We will continue to live in his life, in his light, and live with his life. We will live in his light or walk in his light and live with his life. In the precious name of Jesus. Amen. We are going to be continuing in our series on intentionality in marriage. Intentionality In marriage, last first edition, we spoke extensively about an intention as anticipated outcome. Which is meant to guide us as we plan our actions. You see, the actions that we put forth should be geared towards an expectation or anticipated outcome. What kind of marriage do you want? What kind of home do you want? Forget about what you perceive to be the experience of other people as far as marriage is concerned. What is your own choice of a marriage? It might even not be common. It might not even be the kind that is obvious to the eyes, but this is the kind of home you want. As soon as you have established that then you plan your actions and that's one of the reasons why we are saying that even though many start many of us started the journey without an anticipated outcome many of us got married because we felt we're too we're coming too old and it was high time because pressure were coming from here and there that we should be married and we decided to go to the altar and get married there's nothing wrong with that or we felt that, oh, I've been in a relationship and I need to consummate it and become more serious. Or like some people said, if you are not married, you are not responsible. So I want to get married so that I can look responsible. For any other reason, for any reasons that we took our decision without an anticipated outcome, what we have done intentionally is that we have left our marital future to be determined by situation and circumstances. Because one thing I have learned about life is that if you don't know where you are going, you will get somewhere. If you don't know where you are going, you will get somewhere. Because life is not a kind that you live staying on the same spot. You can't be on the spot. You have to move. That's how life is only, is, I mean, orchestrated to be by God. That's why we didn't remain the way we were when we were, here. We were, we were one, one day old. We kept growing. There was no contribution to our growth than eating and sleeping and waking up physically naturally meaning that life is not meant to be stationary so if you don't know where you are going you'll be moving but you'll be moving in the direction you are not in control of that means there will be something at the steering of your life that will be determining your direction and where you go and there is nothing as terrible as you traveling without you being at the steering you want to travel, somebody is holding them. It's only if it's your driver that you will have told where you are going that will take you where you are going. But when you are not in charge of the steering, that means you are not the driver, or you don't even have control over the driver, and you don't have a direction for the driver, excuse me, you will move. And you will get yourself somewhere. But unfortunately, where you find yourself will be where situation and circumstances want you to be. So we can't just leave our maritime journey empty. We can't live a marital journey without an anticipation. What kind of marriage do you want? And your plan action will be like you are setting goals. This is what I want to achieve. This is what I want to achieve. This is how I'm going to achieve it. And we must be very, very intentional about it. And last week, last month, we looked at marriage, and we find out that marriage is a contract. It's a contract between two people. I just want to refresh our memory so that we'll pick up from where we stopped last week. It's a contract. And any time you hear a contract, it's a binding agreement between two or more people. And it is enforceable by law. Interestingly, we go to courts in Nigeria to legalize a marriage. After you have done the traditional, which is the engagement, you know, solely, that's what we consider as marriage, you understand. The man, the father... And the mother of the bride has given the bride over to the groom legally, spiritually, rather, their husband and wife. But we still have two others. One is so important for your legal, legal documentation, while the other one is a choice you make because of the respect you have for God. That's coming to church. The man you do your engagement, you're as good as husband and wife. But for you to have legal documentation, you need to have a legal document that makes it binding. And that's why it's a legal. Situation. Then when you come to church, you want God to get involved. Yes, when you even do the engagement, God is involved. You understand? That's why we try to tell people, oh, it's our value for the church that makes us come to the church for a wedding. But when husband and wife has gone through the engagement, it's as good as binding on the two of them. But for each of those steps, either engagement, either the court of law or the church, what you are trying to do is to legalize that union. I do mean it is legal. One thing about legal legal documentation is that whoever acts contrary to the legality of that contract will pay. There's a penalty. There's a penalty. That's why as husband and wife, we must be careful so that we will not become guilty. And when you are guilty, there's a penalty for your guilt. As far as marital contract is concerned so we need to understand that and that's why as a church we felt instead of us acting in a way that we are shooting ourselves in the leg in marriage we should be careful most times the wife is acting and her emotion is telling her what she's doing is right and invariably she's shooting ourselves in the leg and the man is acting and he's thinking that his reasoning is telling him that what he's doing is right. He's shooting himself at the leg because there is a penalty for going contrary to the rule of, I don't want to say rule of engagement, but the law that is binding on marriage. This morning, I believe we are going to be building on what we have learned by going into precise obligations of these parties in marriage. I mentioned a little of it last month, but I just felt within me that we should pick it one after the other and do a few discussions on it as time permits us. Join me as we open our Bible to Book of Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. I'm going to read from verse 20. Ephesians chapter 5 from verse 20. Say, so give me thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife. Even as Christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husband, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify And cleanse it with the washing of water by the board, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing that it should be holy, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet ate his own flesh, but nourished and cherished it, even as the Lord the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bone. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. Flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as his, himself, and the wife see that she reverence her husband. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing of his word in our heart in the name of Jesus what's an instruction that must be taken into consideration. When we talk about obligations, we are talking about a legal agreement specifying an action that must be taken and the penalty for failing to take those actions. Obligation is a legal document specifying an action that you must take. And what are the penalties for not taking those actions? By now, for those of us who are children of God, we know that the Bible is called the book of the law. The book of the law. So we know that the Bible is actually a legal document. Whether the world believes it or not, whether the world accepts it or not, Is going to be the basis for the judgment at the last day or on the last day. The basis for judging the world is the word. So when one refuses to take heed to what is being said in the word, what he or she is trying to do to himself is already making himself or herself guilty on judgment day. Praise God. So an obligation is your responsibility as parties in the covenant as parties in the covenant and in the covenant of marriage there are two entities that are involved a man and a woman praise god somebody had said well there's no way god is against uh polygamy well fine i don't have any problem with anybody saying whatever they want to say but one thing i know that in the beginning he made them man and woman. He didn't say man and women. Whatever anybody wants to say, if I am, On the judgment day, the Bible is the basis for judgment. But David was loved by God. He had many women. Well, when you get to heaven, you sort that with God. Let David and God sort their own, and you sort yourself. So a lot of reasons why we do a lot of things does not make it real or make it safe. What I feel we should do is look at the standard, which is the Bible. Now. Looking at what Apostle Paul said in this letter to the church in Ephesus, he mentioned certain obligations that is meant to be carried by men. It's their responsibility. And we need to know that for God to have said you should do something is because he's aware you can do them. God won't tell you to do what you cannot do. So when he says do something, if you say you can't, What you are trying to say is God is a liar. And God can't be a liar. It's only us that can be manipulated. Not to believe in our ability. So we doubt ourselves when God is speaking. When we look at what Apostle Paul was saying to the man. He said the husband is the head of the wife. The head talks about where the thinking takes place, where the seeing takes place, and where the perception takes place, you perceive through your nostrils. You know, we have physical nursery and we have spiritual nostrils. The spiritual nursery is what we call discernment because the essence of the nostril is to perceive. So when you have spiritual perception, we call it discernment. And we also have the mouth. So, when we take each of these individual entities that is in our head, you will understand that the man is the eye of the family, the man is the perceptor. If evil is going to happen in a family, it's the man that should sense it, it's the man that should hear from God for the family. And that is one of the reasons why when as man, you are not spiritually sensitive, you are exposing your marriage to all forms of satanic attack. Because from this, the man has the head. In fact, you clearly see that the man is actually meant to be the gate man, the security officer in the home. His job is to carry the gun and be paraded around the house to ensure nothing breaks into the home. You know the responsibility of the security agent. Even though when they know their masters have slept, they will try to sleep, but ordinarily in the night, they are not supposed to sleep. Meaning that it is the responsibility of the man to be awake for the home. Please, I need for you to understand what I'm trying to say here. Because most of the time, we we try to shift responsibility, and that's the nature of the falling, the man that fell in the garden. The woman, man fell. The next thing was shifting blame, shifted to this, shifted to that. We are not shifting blames here. We are here to take responsibility. Praise God. As a man, you must know I am the security officer. If anything goes wrong in your marriage, sir, you are the one responsible. Whether you accept it or not is not an issue here. It is the truth we are sharing. So if anything goes wrong in your marriage and it became so bad that the thing ended in negativity, on judgment day, the number one accusation is why did your marriage go wrong? I'm talking to men, and thank God, if I'm a woman now, some men will start saying, "Mm, mm, 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 gender, gender disparity. I'm also a man, so you can be sure whatever I'm saying, I'm saying it to myself as much as I'm saying it to you. This is the truth. It's not subjective. We can't subject it to anything. We just have to say the way it is. We are the head, meaning that you are the vision here. Sir, your marriage will never be full of adventure when you don't have a vision that you are running as a home. Most times, husband and wife are always cat and dog because why? They are not pursuing the same goal. So, if there's something that is binding you and your wife together beyond the bed, I'm sure you'll be careful at the way you respond to one another. You know, we have developed ourselves so, so strongly that if the husband is going right, the wife is going left, and you make up at home in the evening. It was not properly oriented at the beginning, or else there might be divergence. But in marriage, there will always be a converging point. The converging point between the husband and the wife is the vision they run. I'm not talking about career. I'm not talking about you have to be a medical doctor and your wife be a medical doctor. That's not what I'm saying. Our career is different from our vision. What do we stand to achieve? And that's why when a young guy comes to meet me and they say they have received a wife, I will always ask them a question, what's your vision for life? Because for me to say, for you to tell me you have received a woman, that that means you know where you are going and you have seen somebody that will accompany you there. If a man doesn't know where he is going and he's married, sir, there's going to be problem because you won't give that woman a direction. The woman, yes, they can be very wonderful. They can be industrious. They can be very intelligent. Career pursuits, no problem. But with all their intelligence in career, with all their industriousness in business, there must be something all this thing is geared towards. That's where the life of a man is not limited to his career and his business. There is something that career is meant to feed. That's why I keep telling people, you will keep praying for money to come and it will not come until you ask God to give you what to use money for. Money is not an end, but it means to an end. Marriage is not an end, but it means to an end. What is the end that marriage is meant to lead to? It's the fulfilling of the purpose. There's a purpose for your existence as a man. So when a man has not discovered purpose... There is nothing to impact on the woman. Eventually, the marriage becomes a competitive grant, especially if you have a woman that is industrious and she's making the money. Excuse me, there's nothing wrong with your wife being industrious and making good money. Thank God, if your wife is industrious and making good money and you have a vision, there's a place to get the money to fund the vision. You won't get worried. The woman will be willing to release the money. But if the money the woman is making is for you to change your suit, you are going to have a problem with her. If the money she's making is for you to change your cast, you are going to have a problem with her. Because the essence of the money she's making is to support your vision. If you are meant to run in that direction and you don't want to be distracted. I I I learned something from my father in the Lord. Even I've had it be spoken by mommy herself. But the day that he said it, I was like, wow. Sir, you see that you have been a lot of things done, you'll be amazed. How I many of you have been to camel? Have you been to If you have been to camel, can I see your hand up? A number of us have been there. A massive project. Tadio said, not he told somebody that he told us. He said, when this place was. From beginning to the end, as in when this place started and it was ended, he only went there three times. What was the, when was the first time? He said, when I came to do the breaking of the ground. The second time was when I came with my grandchildren to come and see the progress. And the third time was when I came to do the dedication. Meaning that from the beginning to the end, it was Mommy Joe that do it. What did he do? He shared the vision with her, she ran with it. See, sir, your marriage will be heaven on earth when you as a man has a vision. So can we say many times, the contention in our marriages is because we lack vision. I told you, career is different from vision. Your personal business is different from vision. What is your vision in life, is the purpose for which God has created you. And it is irresponsible. Oh, are you saying a woman cannot have vision? Excuse me, before you got married, you had a vision. But when you got married, your vision is obviously to the vision of your husband. Because in marriage, I used to say this for those who want to accept the truth. When you are alone, single, you can do whatever you want to do without anybody interrupting. But the moment you are married, excuse me, you cannot operate singularly anymore. Because you have decided to become one with another entity. Any move to try to be one on your own will lead to disaster. You know we have the story of a woman who thought she was going to surprise her husband by building a house. She finished building the house and told the man, and the man said, go and sell it. She said, what? Say, I don't know anything about that. As much as I can, I sell the it, house. It's for us. It's not for us. I don't know anything about it. I wanted to surprise you, you did not surprise me. You embarrassed me. Pray, let us understand. And somebody said, can, that is that is not a good thing she did? Your good can be even spoken of if you did not follow the right principle. I, 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 are we together this morning? The man is the visionary. Is the head, he gives direction. Is the security agent of the family, the gates man? If, sir, God forbid, if your daughter becomes impregnated by a boy, if you look at your wife and say, See the way you raise the girl, you're a disaster as a man. If anything goes wrong with those children, it's your fault. You know, in Yoruba, we, we have some funny, funny traditional belief. You are joking. You are joking. If anything goes wrong with those children, and you now look at your wife and you are posting at ac- you, thank God for our fingers. We say you are, you are, you are you are Where's the four pointing? It's only when you are pointing at your wife. Where's the remaining four pointing? So anytime you are trying to point accusative finger, look at your finger. It's only if you can say you, 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 you. Or you, 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 that you can, and you know it's not always easy to say you, 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 you. <laughs> you always do like this. You are the gate man. Nothing should enter that house. Because, sir, with all due respect, anything that enters your family passes through you. With all due respect, sirs. Anything that goes into that family passes through you. No matter the kind of English you speak, you are only speaking English. Nothing must pass. You are the gate man, you are to watch. That's why you don't chase money to the detriment of those children. You must watch. You must watch. You have a girl child. You must watch when this girl is already having boyfriends. Don't wait for your wife to begin to tell her. Begin to tell him what you guys can do. You know those guys? You know I'm a a guy. I used to be a guy. You know when you talk to a girl child what guys can do? She understands it better than when her mommy tells her. Praise God. When you find out that your son's voice is already becoming thick, that you know this guy is almost becoming like you, and you know the kind of stunt you pulled when you were like him, begin to tell him, (laughs) the stunt I used to pull. A lot of times we leave the care of those children to the mothers. And do you know what I've noticed? You know, we are all raising children. It's as if the children respect the father more than the mother. Why is it that they don't respect the mother, no matter how the mother shouts? Because the mother was the one who gave the baby suck and carried that. There's a connection that they know that the yayo lagbaja. Like I'm telling you natural truth. No matter how crazy a woman is, the man, the, woman, the daughter can do that. You know what I mean? But when the fathers begin to, because the father is speaking, I was not the one that carried you in the womb. If I slap your eyes will see fire. Do you know most times when father slaps children, the face of the mother it What the girl did or the guy did, the mother didn't like, but the slap is in the coating by little Because the man you slap it was a ah, Pa, She feels it. And that's why we men must be responsive. We don't leave them. <laughs> ah, How are we getting? Because because these are some of the little things. You know, let them know. That you are the gate man. You determine what goes in, you determine what goes out. If you give that responsibility to somebody else, that person will not be one that will be held liable on Judgment Day. You can accuse anybody, you can say anything to anybody. Now, nobody, we are free to say, especially when you are the man, I'm the man in my, you speak, nobody will contend. You. But on Judgment Day, God will speak and you won't be able to argue. We are the man. Apart from the fact that we are the visionaries, we are the the dishonor, the, the the, we, we are the security agent. We are also the sanctifier. I love that one. That one makes me feel that, ah, man, we have work to do. Jesus said, You are the sanctifier. Look at how he said it. In that same scripture, verse 25 and 26, Husband, love your wives. That's, uh, uh, yes, that's Ephesians five twenty-six. Leave it in twenty-six. Husband, love your wives, even as Christ so loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the blood, by the word. Now look at those two words, sanctification and cleansing. They are two different words, and they meant two different things. This morning we were sharing with ourselves during the workers meeting that we don't see the word sanctify in the old testament. We only see uh what consecration. consecration. But in the new testament, you don't see consecration, you see sanctification. Now, what does it mean to, this, to be sanctified? To be sanctified means to be set apart. Now, there's a way you set your wife apart for yourself. When a man is intentional about setting something apart, it means that that thing belongs to you forever. It's yours forever. Not for the children. Not for your family members. Not even for a business, praise God. She's for you. She's made to be by your side. Because the moment she leaves your side, you can be destabilized. Because where she was taken out from is your stability points. That's what we were saying the other time. Last month, that when there is a shortfall, she comes readily on ground to fit in. She's removed from the side. So she's meant to help you stabilize. You don't allow her out of your sight. She's for you. You set her apart for yourself. And he said, you set her apart by your word. Meaning that the way you speak, either draw her closer or send her away. I was jokingly telling some people, some pastors a few days ago, I said, the way many of us are speaking to our wives, they're only marking time, like one pastor said, they will encourage you one day to send your son to America. Encourage you to send your daughter to UK. How much is it? You'll be exacted. She will lo my lockini. They will get married in America, get married in UK. The woman has already planned her life. When my son delivers, daddy, Movelo, <laughs> she She has calculated that before the baby is one year, and my husband will say, Would you come back? My daughter in America will give it. Say, ah, honey, sorry, you know how our daughter just gave back in America? I want to go and do Omugo. Oh how will you manage when your wife is away from you for two years? But do you know a woman cannot stay without her husband, but she will run away when your word is sending her away? When you don't speak to her in a way that makes her feel important to you. You see, I love you, I love you. It's good to say I love you, but I don't think saying I love you is also as important as acting I love you. A woman must feel respected by her husband. She can't, you know, you know, I'm sorry, we are going to talk about that. I, I don't know what to do about it. I don't think prayer can undo that. There's this natural inferiority a woman has for the man, and I don't blame them. I don't blame them. That's the way they are made up. No matter what a woman is, the man still looks big. That's why if you think money makes your wife feel like carrying shoulder, you are the one that has problem. Because with all the money, she cannot but feel inferior. It is not God made it so so that you can feel like a man. But when you as a man, you are not secured. Every single progress in that woman becomes an intimidation. So you try to cover. Something is wrong with your personality. praise the Lord. Set her apart for yourself. Speak to her in such a way that she doesn't want to leave your sight. Nothing will take her away. Yes, she can go and do a mugo. I said, well, I'm telling you, some women when they are really convicted about their husband, they will tell you if you can't bring your children to my house, I can't leave my husband. And when they say that to you, you know you have the children, what can you do? You have option. Go and look for a housemaid. I can't leave my husband. Can we get our wife to the point of saying I can't leave my husband? It's our responsibility, sir. Hey, I'm trying. Oh, 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 oh. I told you if you don't have the ability, God will say you should do it. By your word, it's not said by your money. Haven't you seen couples that are not so rich but they are glued together? They're glued together. The woman can't leave the husband. There was was two two, two couple. Each time I look at them, the husband was a teacher. I retired as a principal. The wife was a teacher. I don't know where the two of them met. I used to see the two of them. They were always together. Always together in old age. Sir, the woman died. Honestly, God forgive me. When I saw the man, when I heard the woman die, I was thinking in my heart, how would this man survive? Sir, they were still planning the burial of the wife. He died. The two of them were buried at the same day. I said, this man can't survive without this woman. It's not possible. They were too close. They were old people. I used to see them. I used to, I don't know why I always take interest in some things. They buried the two of them together. Because she will how will he survive? This is his best friend. Just gone. Loneliness will kill him. So before he died of loneliness, he could go for I'm sure he would have been wishing that he would be familiar by she familiar be you. He would be talking. You don't know how deeply love can be when we begin to live in it. Don't let us just be husband and wife on the bed and in the open. Let's be husband and wife scripturally. Said, sanctify, set her apart. And he now said, cleanse it. Do you know the meaning of cleansing? It means that God is aware that your wife even have issues. So don't tell him yet. Oh, pastor, you don't understand my wife have issues. How you know? God knows now. But he said the issues your wife has will be solved by your word. Set her apart and cleanse it. What is it that is changing you and I since we met the Lord? Is it not the word? Is it not the word that we are hearing, the word is speaking, I love you, encouraging us, drawing us closer by his word and his promises and his encouragement that he's drawing us closer to him? That's the same responsibility we men have to our wives. Don't use your mouth to establish a weakness. You're a stupid woman. Thank God she's stupid, but you can make her sensible now. When you want to say you are stupid, you say you're a very sensible woman. In fact, you are the most sensible woman I've ever known. She will look at you a long time. Because she, I'm telling you, ask women, they know they misbehave. There's no woman that misbehaves that doesn't know. But do you know they can change when they see somebody with high expectation from them? You have a high expectation for a woman, she won't disappoint that expectation. That's why give a woman a task, she will perform more than you expect. Because women have this desire. Give them expectation, they don't want to disappoint. So when you are saying you are good, you are wonderful, she will, they will be good praise god women are, that's why check them out in companies in organization in fact recent statistics is showing that women are getting more promoted and earning more money than men don't you notice go and look at statistics the reason is that people corporate organization are finding it interesting to realize that women are more dependable than men you see why most of those women are putting their dependability on their company go and look at their home there's no husband that is expecting so much from them check them out most of those women don't have marriages and it's not their fault when they find out there's no man expecting so much from them and there's an organization that gives them platform they divert their energy and the man is already having issues with them now they are making more money than the man you can't send them away because he has to collect the money from them too <laughs> Jesus is Lord. I believe I'm saying something. Because we we are in the world, we will be foolish. Being a child of God, we have the spirit of God, and our spiritual eyes are not open to see events. We learn from them. So that we'll be able to stand and take proper decisions. Because the future is just by the corner. I don't want us 10, 15 years to begin to react You see, one very painful thing about the future, that one that gets me worried is, when you actually misbehave in the present because you are not aware and you begin to get the payment for your misbehavior in the future, still you will not learn. That's one thing. If only one can get into the future and realize that, oh, what I did well, it will be so shielded away from us that we will attribute it to so many things. We will attribute it to witches in our father's house that have been conquered since the day we got born again. But it's, these are issues we fell into because we are not wise look at your neighbor and say be wise whatever a man calls his wife that is who she is oh cause the power sir the masculine power is to call whatever he wants to call and that is the name that power ah that's why i intentionally develop the habit of not speaking negatively about my children. I will never use any negative word on them. Ah, because I know what I call them is what they will become. It doesn't matter how they behave. When I was, my, my son was in Montessori then, I would go and pick him. One of the teachers, i say, ah, Joshua, he's a very stubborn boy. He said the first day, I did not answer, I go. The, second time, the third time, I said, excuse me, madam, come here. He said, don't use that word on my son my son is not stubborn He's a young man full of energy is looking for expression he said i'm sorry sir he said i am sorry sir that was the last time how can somebody say your son is stubborn? are you now put the air of the cat no 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 somebody else can't tell you who your child is if your child is stubborn then you are stubborn because every of your child is your reflection so I know there is no way I will give back to a child who will not be restless. The way they were saying I was stubborn, stubborn, stubborn till I became stubborn goats. That was what they did to me. That was, how they, that was the name they used to call me. It was when I grew up that I began to say, ah, thank God I did not change. Because what they were calling stubbornness is the restlessness that is getting me my result today. A woman brought her daughter to me, said, pastor, pray that God should take this strength. She's too energetic. I said, I will never pray that kind of prayer. You are telling me to pray that God should remove what will take this girl to her future? No. Some people are praying that their children that is doing should God, to so go. to God will be sharp. You, you are praying that your children that is strong should be to so God, so go okay. Which one do you want God to even do for yourself? Do, do you? <laughs> no, no, that, that's reality. What you need to do is channel the strength of these children and you will find out that there will be wonderful people that will excite you in the future. Don't let us. We need to Sir, so, even if they behave in a way that will make you call them that name, call them the other one. I have seen some old women that don't understand it. Give us give slap. But instead of saying, I like bono, wa bono. And the children concur. But it's just that they can't relate with it. <laughs> but she's trying to correct her. Don't call your wife crazy. Don't call your wife mad. We men are very good at using that word, though. Because when they begin to show them their stunt in the house, ah, we're here to do this, we're <laughs> you know what I'm saying now, huh? we're all men. You see the misbe- Ha! Ah, you know, when you give something to a woman, she will carry it in the womb. Give her a seed, she will give you a human being. Is that when you tell her she's a weary, she will show you madness raised to power 100. Because when she's in the kitchen washing, she'll be hearing, we're in here. Eh, we're in here, okay. <laughs> she's hearing, I'll be okay. <laughs> the day you're not saying, eh, hey, you are the one who called her. Because the name you call her is the name she bears. I'm sure some of us would have started realizing why we have some of those women in our house. Don't help them to establish whatever they do. Let them do what you desire. Say what you expect from them. You're a wonderful man. You're a very wonderful man. You together for life. It has finished. I don't know their nature. is So, I'm sure some sisters will shake me after this. <laughs> Amen. You know, you know, there's nothing we can do. We're sharing myself and some, some of my brothers we were sharing the other time, and we said something, and what we said really helped all of us. We have been discussing, 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 and we got to a point, and we said, do you know every negative thing that is supposed to be inside of you that is not there is what is in your wife? So it is the opposite of you that is in her, and the opposite of her that is in you. So when you see those sides, Always give God thanks. Thank God it's not in me. It's in her. I can manage her. (laughs) Because she's part of you. You're a combination combination of the two. The behavior of those women was your behavior before she was removed. Where was the woman removed, sir? So all the behavior, who was carrying behavior before? (laughs) So why are you not worrying yourself? Just accept. And it will help you to be objective. If it is not manageable, if it is not solvable, we won't be saved because salvation is meant to help us in our weaknesses and our infirmities. It might be challenging for unbelievers to have this done, but for children of God, it shouldn't be a challenge. It should be a walkover for us, because we have the grace of God at work in our lives. So be careful. You are the sanctifier, and whatever you call them, the time is who they are. You either cleanse them, or curse them, or contaminate them by what you say. Number four. The man is a, is a cultivator. I like this. He cultivates and taintes the wife. Psalm 128 from verse 1. I like this. And I'm going to talk to you from the angle of a farmer. Psalm one twenty-eight from verse 1. says, blessed is everyone that ferreth the Lord, that walketh in his ways. Verse 2. Say, for thou shalt eat the labor of your hand. Happy shalt thou be, and it shall be well with you. Verse 3. Your wife shall be as a fruitful vine by the sides of your house. Thy children like olive plants around about thy table. Can you just put, put it on verse 3? Look at your wife, a fruitful vine. Look at your children, olive plants. Now, from the understanding of agriculture, every productive tree or productive plants always get faced or is always being faced with attacks by, from wherever, from the weeds and from the first. Now this is what I mean when you go out to the back of this building you will see a place filled with weeds you can't conveniently up to about 10 different species of weeds growing together and all green at the back of this church, if there are not more. All of them, all the species of weeds, they will grow together fantastically. You'll be amazed that you won't see grasshoppers coming to disturb the weed. You'll be amazed that you won't see pests disturbing the weeds. But mistakenly go and sow some maize there. The first thing you notice is all the weeds. they will cooperate together to kill the maize. Now, why is it that anything that is fruitful and productive is always being attacked by others? It means that that your wife that is a fruitful vine is under attack by Satan. Because of what? Because they don't want our fruitfulness. And our fruitfulness is meant to be your benefits. Listen carefully, sir. What you benefit from your wife is not the children they give back to you or the pleasure they give you in sex. What you benefit from them is the fruitfulness. The fruitfulness. The vine is where they get wine from. The fruitful vine means an entity that produces sweetness. The sweetness is one of the reasons why all the weeds will want to ensure she's under attack so that she will not produce what will give you the sweet that you desire. So, when a woman is under attack, it's not because of her, it's because of her husband. Because the one who benefits from the vine is the man. So, for you to now Help her to be fruitful. Your responsibility is to weed around her life. Weed. Because if you don't clear up the weeds, they will overgrow her. Your responsibility is to perfume her. What we call perfume in our culture is to spray insecticide. Ask some of the farmers, they will tell you. They, even when your fruit is out, if you are not consistent in spraying pesticide, you will be amazed the attack on the fruit. So the man's responsibility is to perfume the woman with a protective covering so that pests, so that diseases, so that weeds will not destroy her. Will not destroy her because, excuse me, man, if your wife is destroyed under your watch due to your carelessness, you can get another wife, but you have lost a vine. See, I, I, I need answer. I, 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 you know, Things can happen. One can lose wife. One can lose husband. We see them happen. But if your wife is lost due to your carelessness, you can't get another one. Mark my word. Take me to God on judgment. I say, Pastor said it. If it was carelessness on your part, Zeto ah, you will know the meaning of losing a wife. That's why we need we need to do all our best. Wife shall be a fruitful vine by the side. Look at your children. He said, like holy plant. Meaning that the same responsibility of weeding around your wife is the same responsibility of weeding around the children. Because olive is where oil is drawn from, anointing oil wine is where wine comes from look at it wine that makes the face that gladdens the heart oil that makes the face to shine all of them have been given to you when you have a wife and oh my god you have a wife you have children you are the most blessed but how you manage them holy plant if you don't manage them from when they were young till when they begin to produce for you the oil you will not have anything to get in the future that's why the work of a man is a cultivator, is a tenderer is a farmer you see some behavior that your wife is trying to put forward you are not comfortable with it don't hit her and say you're a stupid woman why are you behaving this way go to God in prayers and tell God, God this is not supposed to be Wherever this is coming from, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over this woman. I command it out. You might not need to say anything about it. It will disappear. That's why as a man, you must know the power of prayers. You must understand what it means to pray. When your children begins to tell you boys are coming, don't tell the girl, don't talk to them. How can you tell your daughter not to talk to boys? No, you just smile. But go to God in prayer. and say, Father, Lord, I ask tonight in the name of Jesus that protective cover will be put around my daughter so that wolves will not assess her. Wolves will not assess her. What you have done, is you have shielded your plant. We must understand these things. You see, one of the reasons why most men get this thing wrong is when we see some of this behavior, we don't like it, but we want to change it by words. We want to change it by act Ah! You are beating a woman for her to change. No problem.
1: <laughs>
0: you know what is called. When you beat a woman to a point, she will look at you. She will just be smiling. The day you slap her, she will just smile at you. You know you're in trouble. She's already making up her mind that don't worry. Man, sure. You will now come and you'll be lamenting, she'll be smiling. If you say a woman is a witch, it's not because she flies in the night but the cocker of your life is in her hand. If she locks it, you are done. Now, pastor, why are you teaching them this thing? It's not good. Don't tell them. Oh, <laughs> It's better I let you know in their presence so that you'll we'll be able to manage them well. A lot of guys don't like this, but I tell you, that's the truth. Why are you teaching them? They don't know, but they're using it. Now I'm telling them so that they can know, so that they'll be careful too. I have seen men, women bring down their husband and they never felt a pin. They will just be smiling. <laughs> if you record and say, oh, I'll bring anything back there, she did not. When you make a woman feel she's not important in your life, she will look for a way to make you know she's important. And at that time she can behave like a witch. And that's dangerous. It's not good for her, it's not good for you. But who has the best, most to lose? You. May you understand what I'm saying. I'm sure the men will still greet me when we are done. Some of them are already planning for me now. A pastor, A pastor, Ah, pastor, it's too much. <laughs> well, I ask them what I told you. Did pastor say the truth? They will tell you. <clears throat> Praise God. You know, one of the things some of us have decided to do with our life. When I realized that there's nothing you can do against the truth, but for the truth. I decided to accept it, even if it's not conducive. Because when I'm trying to act against it, somebody says, Is it, is it Abraham Lincoln that said that, that the greatest stupidity a man can get into life, in life is to be walking against nature? Ah, there's nothing I gravitational force. So I will go and jump from a terrace to the beauty. You will come down crashing, they won't pick your pieces. Don't act out. When we don't know, assume we don't know. Sir, Marriage is a mystery. I still, up till now, I'm still trying to unlock some of them. It's a mystery. I was talking to a group of pastors. Some of them are to that pastor. This sex thing we are talking about, when we go into that, you will understand that sex is beyond the pleasure. This is the secret behind some of the great men in life. If you understand it, ah, yeah, 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 you will be using it and you will be getting results in, 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 an, in an extraordinary way. Now, having established a few of that, I don't want us to flog this for long. What are the obligations of the woman, of the wife? I tried to look for as many as I can, but I only saw about two. (laughs) I said, Ah, Pastor, with all what you have said, now you are only going to tell them two. But in these two lies so much that every woman must take note of. Number one, The woman's responsibility is to run with the vision of her husband. The day woman thinks I can run my show on my own, you are in trouble. You are naked. You have no crown on your head, you have no defense. You are a woman, you are an entity traveling without direction. You will get to somewhere, but you'll be frustrated where you get to. How can a woman be running a show without her husband? Do you know where you are going? You don't know. It's not, it's not your response. Spiritually, you are not the one who determines what happens. And listen to me, women, if you seem to earn more much more than your husband, you earn more money than him. You earn into business more than him, and you get more money. That doesn't mean you should direct the affairs of the home because you are not the director. And that's why it's important. A woman must learn submission. You must be submissive to your own husband. Most women don't like this, but I'm going to tell you all the same. It's not out of place where you collect your salary. You hand over everything to the man. All your salary, give it to him. Uh huh. Uh <laughs> huh.
1: The woman. oh my salary, oh pastor.
0: <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> but he's the one that should determine what happens. Now 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 women, you know, when we were talking, the men did not uh, they were listening. But that's the reality. Now I will tell you the wisdom. You know when when we got married? When we got married. You know, I, was, I had so many ideas. Actually, my wife married my idealism. And that God said she should marry me. There was nothing that should make her want to marry me. Because I was a scotter, I didn't have accommodation, I didn't have anything. But I have a lot of ideas that when I finish talking, you will think, Ha! As always, a pastor, you can talk. That is my only number one gift. So. so she married me by faith. And now she was doing her youth service. She also, she was the only one that was earning something from her allowee and from the little she was earning from the school where she was doing uh, whatever. Anytime she collects her allowance and her salary, little salary, from, she will come and she will give me everything. Ah, I said, no, it's your money. She said, no, 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 no. She will just leave it. I will look at the money, look at the money. My ego was trying to say, "Ah, look, I can fool my low now." But the truth is, I don't have, and that money, I need it. So I will pick it. I will give her the one she will go and use to buy whatever she wants to buy. I know when you want to give somebody the money, she gave you to go and buy something. <laughs> so I'll give her. She will collect it. I'll give her. She collect it. You know. Later, I began to look at her. I said, okay, will it not be unjust if I have money? And I won't be able to spend freely with this woman. You know, that's why till tomorrow, I will not allow my wife to know the amount I buy her suit or else she won't allow me to buy. She won't allow me to pay for that. Because when I started and I would tell her I want to, the man she knows the amount say, no, 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 no. There's something to do in the children's church. I said, Ah, children's church is from you now. How can I be saying children's church? So since I knew her nature that if you tell her you want to do something for her, she will tell you, do it in the church. So I go her my. So there is nothing I will give her tomorrow that will make me feel I am doing something big. Because she has poured water ahead and she has to work on cold ground. You see the wisdom in that heart now. <laughs> she didn't have to do it for eternity, sir. She didn't have to do it for eternity. In fact, now she doesn't have to even do it. Even though, if I give her room to do it, she will do. She doesn't need to do it anymore. But she has done it. Do you know? Everyone needs to labor to enter into the rest. There's an act that needs to push you into something, if you want to actually enjoy. Some of these benefits learn to be submissive as a woman. Ah, can you collect all my money? He will spend it. Ah, if you give money to a man and he has brain in his head, he will be careful. <laughs> if you are safe, you won't know where the money has finished and the money has remained because you keep demanding. My money is in you. <laughs> and any time you keep going to them, even when the one you are giving them is exhausted, they won't tell you there's no money. Try it. Try it. But the issue of my money is my money, your money is our money. Hey, men are not foolish. Though. My money is my money, your money is our money. I don't know. You will never know what goes into their hand and what comes out of their hand. You will know when they have money, when they don't have. Because the Bible says, submit. Submission is not just about um, you know, can pocket. Me. Everything, you see, there's an adage in Yoruba land that says, "Whoever owns the slave owns a load. the load." leru leru. The moment he carried you on that day of wedding, he has carried you, carried your labor, carried your property, everything, everything with your purse and pocket. Did they, that day? Did they tell you to drop your bag? I'll be watching for engagement. I enter, they say drop bag, I say, let her carry the bag as the man wants to carry her. So they will know that your purse is part of what he carried. So sister, if you are not married, don't go and put your bag. Say, pastor, say bag me, bag me. <laughs> carry your brother. When you want to marry, spree, can <laughs> be bagged. Ah, you'll be shocked on that day. Your so, sister's eyes will turn. If they are not in this service, don't tell them to carry their because So that you won't start a battle on that day. Because I'm telling you, this thing, as simple as it is, is causing issues. Finances. Serious battle. Serious battle. Praise God. Hallelujah. You must be submissive. I said the man is the gate man. The woman is the home builder. The responsibility of the man is to wade off any negative intrusion and to shield the family. That's why in social study they told us man provides security for the house. That's what we were told in, in social study when we were in school, elementary schools. The woman is the home builder. Home builder. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 1. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 1. Proverbs 14, 1 said every wise woman can we do it together, women? Want to go? Build that body. May you not be a foolish woman. You build your house. You build your house. Build your house. If you don't know what it means to build, go and do elementary study on construction. That foundation must be taken note of by you. That's why, if there's any assignment a woman must take up in her work in life, is the assignment of an intercessor. A woman that cannot pray is in trouble. Hey, Pastor, you said the man can should pray. Yes, the man will pray. He has his own prayer point. The women, too, also must pray. You have your own prayer points. Everyone must pray. Men ought always to pray and not to fail. Not only men. Men is a combination of man and woman. You must pray. You must pray. Pray out of your husband what you don't think is comfortable. Pray into his life. me, sir. The moment you stay in the place of prayer, women, what you are doing, you are creating an enabling environment for you in your home. A man goes out and comes back. But before he comes back to the house, the atmosphere of the house be saturated with prayers. He works externally, you work internally, you are both workers. His job is to do external security, make sure everything outside is okay. Make sure the source of sustainability of the family is okay. That's why a woman should not be bound to make money. Why do I mean by you shouldn't be outbound to make money? Don't be too crazy to be a billionaire. It is not natural for women to seek to be that, but you can push that to the man. When you are seeking to become billionaire at the detriment of your husband, you are going to get into trouble. You are going to get into trouble. What if I inherit it? Even if you inherit it, can you not sublet it? Sublet it to him now, and support it with prayers. You see, all these things is a decision we have to make. That's why you see some women, they love to sit at the background. But when you got to talk to the men, they'll tell you, my strength is at the background. They know where their strength is from. You thought it's a joke, that statement that you made that day. Anyone that has spiritual insight, we know that this is not a joking statement. He said, you do anything around me, I will smile, I will look away. But if you come around my wife, I will kill you. You thought he was joking? If you come around my wife, I will kill you. That means that, don't, don't go near. If I'm doing all I'm doing, it's because she's giving me rest of mine. She's supporting me. She's backing me up. If you go near her, I will kill you. He said it. I looked at his face on the altar. That face changed. I said that you, not joking here. And that baba doesn't joke on the altar. So if he says something, ah, if you try it, you will know what will happen after that. And I will tell you, if you try his wife and he kills you, he will not face any case on judgment day because his responsibility is to be a gate man. If a gate man is at your door, an number will come and he kills <laughs> you. Want to cook burning <Kubernetes> security work? <laughs> that's the truth. The security work is doing. That's his job to kill anyone that wants to. You want to tafe the village around me? You're gone. Everyone will say you are a good man. Come on, thump up. Praise God. She builds her home. Look at Proverbs chapter 31. We are gonna read all of those Proverbs. 31 from verse 10. Proverbs 31 from verse 10. That's for the women. The obligation I told you is just two, but in the second one lies so many things. He said, Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. Go on, sir. The act of her husband does safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. Wait, wait, wait. If I say wait, we'll go back there. Look at it. You must be a woman that your husband can leave the house for. And anywhere he is, he knows everything is intact. That's why a woman must never be deceptive. Don't be a liar. Sisters, if you think by lying you are being smart, listen, you are losing value. Cause the more your lies the man catches, the more valueless you become in his You want to collect something for, for, for housekeeping. She gives he gives you money for housekeeping and you already had planned that you wanted to give your brother money. You said housekeeping is 50,000, he gave you 50,000. And you remove twenty thousand, you gave it to your brother, and you went to buy food for thirty thousand. The man knows when the food should finish, and the food suddenly finish, and you asking other, I show him of point common. journey. Now you have lied. You thought he did not know. Hear me, sir. The man might not know physically, but his spirit we know you are lying. See, whatever we do to ourselves in the marriage. That's why when a man begins to misbehave, the woman may not have anything to hold on to, but her spirit will be getting disturbed. That's, this man is up to something. I don't have, I can't pinpoint it. The man will just look at you. How come I've been unnecessarily? Why? Because his spirit has caught you lying. Why don't you say I need money to give to my brother? Why do you collect money for feeding and you diverted it? That is diversion of fault. He is criminal if you are caught. It's criminal. Food money, you went to buy shoe. Say, where did you see shoe? He said your friend gave you. You have lied. Why lie? Why lie to somebody that you are spiritually joined with? You thought he might not know physically, but spirit is already fighting you. Problem. The man will just hate you. You will just nonsense. You say, What's wrong with this man? His spirit is the man will even be struggling. What is wrong with me? Why am I not just why am I just feeling unnecessarily uncomfortable with this woman? Be straightforward, sisters. Look at sisters, say, Don't be a liar. Mm-hmm. The heart of her husband does safely trust, safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. He's not worried. If the woman says, Give me 200,000, I want to do this. He gives because he knows that's what he wants to do with it. But the man he catches. uh, Verse 12. Says she will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. When you marry an insane man, you can make him sane. That's what this book is saying. You can make him sane. What's the name of this woman? Is it Beersheba now? That married that, uh, that, that, eh? Abigail, yes. Married that, that crazy man. (laughs) Very crazy man. The man misbehaved because he had issues with David. What, he was a fan of Saul. So he was fighting David because of Saul. He said he broke away from his master. What a useless boy. And the woman said, a man that safeguarded your sheep and your shepherd in the wilderness, he will have killed your animal. Nobody will so And you are talking like this. The woman did not argue with the man. The woman looked for things in the house and packed it and quickly ran to meet the baby. Was coming to kill everybody in that house. And the woman said, "Please don't mind my husband." And he appeased David. And David said, ah, thank God you kept me away from shedding blood. And God himself, kid that man himself. I'm sorry, if you have a man that is mad, and you are behaving as you should, seeking is good, and he's behaving madly, madly, madly. Don't worry, God has a way of dealing with us. God used to deal with me. I, I've learned to. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I remember the way God dealt with me some time ago. I was going to the farm. And I don't, can't remember what really happened. I think, I, don't, I just spoke to my wife anyhow. In fact, I spoke that, that, I can't remember exactly what I said. I'm not very good at remembering things like that. But I knew what I said was demeaning. And I left. Went to the farm. And the man I've spoken, it was on a Tuesday, we used to do Bible study. So when I when I was going to the farm, I just bought new cutlass and I sharpened it, very sharp. So I got to the farm, I wanted to cut something. As I went, bah, my hand missed and the cutlass came from my knee. Ah! Did my hair pound and I saw the jeans cut. Ah, I knew something had happened. And I will always ask God, why? As I saw the thing white, my skin peeled. I said, God, why? Says said, be you have mouth were you the one talking with your wife? are ha ha ha. So I tied my leg. <laughs> got home. I did not say anything. I kept quiet. Went for Bible study. I preached. I finished Bible study. When I got home, I just said, "Actually, mommy, something happened." <laughs> so when I opened my leg, say, "Ah, sorry." Wait, 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 wait. She was. I said, "Let's go to." When I got there, they said they had to stitch the leg. Ah. She was looking so sorry for me. I felt guilty. that. To <laughs> I told her. He said, ask her. I told her. I said, I do <laughs> They stitch my leg. Since that time, when I want to talk, i remember. God. God might not be slapping you like he slaps me, but I wish God slaps you so that you know how to talk. Mm. If God slaps you at times, you learn. <laughs> Since that time, if I want to talk, I'll give myself I look at God God, God to my family all the time. You know, be careful. Be a sane woman. If you have an insane husband, God knows how to set two doors. Shall we do good and not evil all the day? Don't seek his downfall. Don't seek negativity. Don't seek, just, just seek good. Know fully well that you can overcome evil with good. That's what God has said. Verse 13. She seek of wool, look at it, and flax and walk it willingly with her hand. Please, be industrious. Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. Let me tell you, there's a natural respect a man asks for a woman that is hardworking. There's a natural respect, because you know this woman is not lazy. But you are just rolling on the bed when he's busy wearing his shirt, and, tie, and by the time he calls you 10 o'clock, you are just uh, oh, Oh, she's so... The man will just put on and say, ah. Oh Lord Almighty. Ah, yeah. so, so when you say you need money, say, well, you need money, you need money all the time. Is that easy? Is it easy? You think it's easy to make money? Why, why, why don't you come outside and also try your hand on the because he find out you are lazy. She at wool and flax and walketh willingly with her hand. Don't say the man is the one that is meant to provide. Each time I look at what this woman is doing, she at wool and flax and walketh willy, willy with her hand. Verse 40. Look at it, she's like the merchant's ship. She bringeth her food from far. 15. She riseth also while it is yet night. Since I've married my wife, I've never woken out of bed before her before. She's the one that is always waiting for me. I'm saying it to the glory of God. It's men that say they wait for their wife. It's me that wait for my wife, wait for me. God will have mercy on me. At times she will look at me, look at me. Wear dress, you will just be looking at oh, Mumbo now. <laughs> God bless on me oh, in Jesus' name. She rises so why it is yet night. It is not yet day. I told her one day, I said, So, are you kerosene? We will go to sleep together at 1:32. There's a alarm in your your head, 4 a.m. The alarm will sound bang, bang, bang. She will I will grab I say, Today, Saturday, you are not going anywhere. Ah! And she won't sleep again. I said, Look, this is, now I'm saying it openly, that is who she is. But you are still rolling. By the time you wake up, the man is saying he wants to eat, he said, Go and take Indomie. And the man will look at you, young ladies, you are not yet married. Forget this idea of we are eating out, we are eating out, we are eating out. The best food you can eat is Indomie and, 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 and egg. Eat Indomie and egg when you are single. When you get married and you are offering the man Indomie and egg and spaghetti, and sandin, the man will be looking at you. That what kind of nonsense is this? That's going to be a beginning of a trouble. Always, it's quick, quick food. Indomie, spaghetti. (laughs) Because I don't understand. You should go and eat outside. The man will eat her, eat outside. And by the time they put the bill on his table, he will look at you. Say, eat out. Eat out. By the time you finish all the money eating out, you will know the quantity of yourself. Like my sister used to say. You just need to be able to rise while it is yet night. Learn to wake up early. Give meat to your household. A portion. I was broken. I said, does this mean that this woman prepares food for her maidens? That means she doesn't depend on housemaid to prepare. Sir, mommy, I am begging you in the name of Jesus. If you have been doing it before, stop. Don't feed your husband with food your housemaid prepares. Stop it. It's a bad habit. House girl preparing food for your husband, and you now go and serve, and you'll be sitting, you'll be funny, and she'll be serving. Ah uh, no, no, no. That's not right. That's not right. If the man is not talking, that doesn't mean he's right. No, 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 no. Prepare food for your husband. See, somebody like me, I am not comfortable eating out. Reason is because I know there's a connection between the heart and the ant. So whoever is cooking for me, I am sensitive to them. So if the house girl is one cooking for your husband, the heart of the house girl is what is reflected in her hand and the food. So where is your heart and your husband's heart? Or where is your heart and your husband's stomach? Because what is entering your husband's stomach is the heart of your house girl. Go and see that. I'm telling you a mystery you need to understand. Don't encourage your husband to be eating from people's hands. One time, let's go. Let's go. Sir, when you feed your husband with your hand, there's a connection. He has a way of bonding. Praise the Lord. Verse 16. We are talking about obligations. He said, she considered the field and bite it. With the fruit of her hand, she planted the vineyard. <laughs> she gathered her loins with strength and strengthened her hand. Look at it. She perceived that her merchandise is good. She finds out that what she's doing is getting resolved. I can't do Gwen not out by night. She's encouraged. Because as she's doing it, she's seeing results. She laid her hands to the spindle. Look at this. She was a farmer. Now she's already a weaver. She's weaving clothes. Still dynamism in her. She's a woman of substance. She can do a lot of things. Her hand holds the, the, the staff. She begins to, to, to weave clothes. After leaving the farm. All right, that's what is available in their own time then, you know. She stretched her hands to the poor. Don't stop, don't be the one blocking your family from being a blessing. Yeah, she reached forth her hands to the needy. And verse 1. She's not afraid of the snow for household, for her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself covering of tapestry, her clothing is silk and purple. Oh my God. He said, look at what is now this portion. He said, our husband is known in the gates when he's seated among the elders of the land. Because when that man is coming, he's a man of confidence. Why? Because there's a woman that is fueling his confidence in the house. Glory be to God. When you see a man of confidence, there's somebody fueling it in the house. Fuel the confidence of your husband. Oh no, worry me. Make him feel like a king because he's a king in the house. Somebody said every man might be embarrassed by their bosses, embarrassed by boss conductor, abused, made to feel like non-entity, but when they step into the house, they should be made to feel like a king. It's your job to make your husband feel How can you make somebody feel like a king and he always wants to run away from you? So when you see a man not staying in the house, meaning he's not, he's not being made to feel like a king. Praise God. Say her husband is known in the gate when he's seated among the elders of the land. And verse 24 says, She maketh finally and selleth it and gathered, delivered gardens unto the same This woman is just too much. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. He says, She opened her mouth with wisdom. Her tongue is the law of kindness. She has the right word to speak. You know, he said, verse 27: he says, She looketh well to the ways of her household and eat not the bread of idleness. It's not, a, it's not a talk, 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 talk. You understand? He said, "Our children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praised her. He said, all daughters, many daughters have done virtuously, but you exempt all. He said, beauty, favor is deceitful. Beauty is vain, but a woman that fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Women, help the men. Help us. Look at this woman. She's a definition of help. The man was greatly supported by ministry. Please don't get into this idea that some people are already propagating. That see, don't let your or your husband know what's in your account to keep your money away from him. This woman didn't keep her money away from the man. She didn't keep her earnings. She she embarked on projects. I'm sure without not without the consent of her husband, she funds it, cause she's blessed. I'm sure our husband will be willing to even support our enterprise. Because the man knows she's industrious. All the weaving materials and all of that, who you, do you think will have bought them for her? All the funds she's spending and I do think will have given it to her? Because her husband is just a member of the House of Representatives, a member of the House of Assembly. Who is, in, who is majorly involved in national issues. That's why he's sitting at the gate with the elders. Is involved with national issues, and she's also involved with domestic issues. Brethren, I think we need to understand that when every one of us, in this marriage issue, take up our responsibility, it will be difficult for the devil to strike our homes. As a man, you know your obligation. It may not be palatable. You may not like it. It may not feel good in your body. And the woman too may not feel, why should I bring my money to him? You may not feel good in your body. But hear me, sir, this is an obligation that makes this covenant forceful. It's forceful on the two of you. And I pray this morning is that all that you have had, the Lord will help you to give it a serious thought within your heart. So that any areas you, have, you must have missed it, strive. Get back on on course. You might have even drawn some line between you and your husband by some of the past behavior or misbehavior. You can change. Let's start a new life. The essence of this is so that we can get it right. Majority of us are still very young. We can still, even those of us that feel we are old, is never, this is always a good time to prefer any change as we desire. It is not too late. And I'm sure, The Almighty God Himself, who instituted marriage, will support us and make our marriages heaven on earth. In the precious name of Jesus. Can we just bow down our head in one minute and just pray for our home? Just, Just talk to God and say, Lord, help my marriage. Just ask Him for help. Help my marriage. Help my marriage. All I need to put in proper perspective, help me this morning. Can we talk to Him? Just one minute. One minute, talk to him. Ah, thank you, Jesus.